Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today we have a very, very amazing mitzvah. And it's a mitzvah that's actually living and growing as we speak. It began with my grandson. I was speaking to my grandson on the phone. He lives in a different city. He's a young boy. And I said to him, what did you learn today in Cheder? He was in Cheder, he was in this uh, Jewish Torah learning class that morning. And so I asked him, what did you learn? He said, we learned, our Rebbe taught us, that we should sit down when we eat. Oh, okay, I said, that's a beautiful halacha. We should sit down when we eat. Thank you so much for teaching me that, I said. Well, since you are my grandson and you taught me this halacha, I think that from now on, Bli Nader, I will be very careful to make sure that I sit down when I eat. After all, it's very natural sometimes that people often don't sit down when they eat. But the halacha is, the Torah tells us, that we should sit down when we eat. So, my grandson, since you taught that to me, I am going to try, Blinator, to make sure that I sit down when I eat. Okay, we had the rest of our conversation. We said goodbye. Well, I said I would do it, Blinator. So, I began to try very hard to make sure that I didn't just pick up some food and while I was standing there, eat it. Even with the bracha, because I wanted to keep my halakhlata, my resolution that I would try to keep the halacha that my grandson taught me. And so I began to try to make it a habit that I would always make sure to sit down when I was eating something. Sometimes it took a little bit more trouble. Like, for example, let's say, instead of just taking a cup of water from the faucet and standing there by the faucet and drinking it, I would walk over a few feet to the kitchen chair and I would sit down before I would drink the say the bracha and drink the water. Well, after a while, I began to think, you know, if I'm sitting down when I eat, I might as well also wait a little bit longer to say the bracha first, that is, sit down first, and then say the bracha, the blessing for the food or drink, and then eat or drink. So now I've done another thing, which the Code of Jewish Law talks about, which is to sit down when we're saying a bracha on eating and drinking. And I did this for a while, and at first it was difficult, but after a while it became pretty much habit. And then I thought to myself, you know, Maybe I should also be careful to say the after bracha, also sitting down, instead of as I run out the door to some place, saying the after bracha, Bernafashais, or Alamichya. But no. Say the bracha while I'm sitting down, the after bracha, just like I said the before bracha before, while I was sitting down. And only after that, say the bracha sitting down eat or drink sitting down, say the after bracha sitting down, and then go on to whatever I'm going to do. Hopefully also say a little Devar Torah in the middle.
Well, this went on for a while. It took some effort, but eventually I got in the habit of it. And then I thought to myself, hmm, there's actually something else I could do that's connected to all of this, which is that when I say the after bracha, I can look inside of a sitter. Instead of just saying it by heart, probably not thinking about it too much, if I open up a sitter and look at the words, then I'll probably concentrate on it much better, as the Code of Jerusalem tells us. Now, have you ever seen anybody who opens up a sitter to say the bracha burned a fashos, which is only about two or three lines? The truth is, I did see somebody do this. That was the Rebbe himself. I happened to see one time that the Rebbe made a Fabrengen on Erev Pesach after Chatzos, after in the afternoon. It was not a long Fabrengen, but it was definitely a Fabrengen. And the Rebbe was served. Well, what can you eat on Erev Pesach, the afternoon before Pesach? In the afternoon, you can't eat bread, for sure, because that's chametz. You can't eat matzah because we're supposed to save our appetite for matzah. Um, and that those were usually the things that the Rebbe would eat at a public for bringing, either mazaynas, cake, or on special yom tevim, he would have bread, but neither of those were the right thing to eat here. And therefore, what was served to the Rebbe? A banana a peeled banana on a plate, which the Rebbe ate with a spoon, piece by piece. And I saw with my own eyes that after the Febrangan, the Rebbe had eaten the banana and had had some clear liquid, I'm not sure what it was, the Rebbe indeed opened up his sitter, turned to the page with Bernafashos, looked inside and said, Bernafashos. So this encouraged me very much to also look inside the sitter when I was saying Bernafashos. And even more so, So now, from the first halacha that my son taught me of sitting down when I eat, we have four steps. We have saying the bracha sitting down, eating sitting down, saying the after bracha sitting down, and looking at the siddur for the after bracha. And this went on for a while until I was in the habit of doing it most of the time. And then I began to think, if I'm being so careful to look inside the sitter, even for a bear and a fashos, then maybe I should be more careful to look in the sitter when I daven. I began to make an extra effort to look in the sitter. And I was, as I was looking in the sitter like this and getting more in the habit of it, I began to think, you know, really, I'm saying actually, I must confess, many, many words in the davening without thinking about they, what, what they mean. And it so happened that by the Hashkacha Pratis, I had one day picked up the Tzibbaz Hashem Siddur, which has columns of translation, column of Hebrew, column of English, and other explanations. And it's really made for children, but it's great for adults too. And I looked in the back, and I was reading that one of the most important things about davening, the most important thing, is to know what you're saying. That's number one. And so I began to make a bigger effort 
to know what I'm saying when I'm saying the davening and to think about it while I'm saying those words. And so this mitzvah continues to grow. And of course, I don't hesitate to tell people about these kind of things. And therefore, I have told many people about what's going on and how my grandson started me off on this one mitzvah of sitting down when I eat. And this has led to another and to another. In fact, I told my grandson how far it's going. And it's continuing to grow. It's a living, growing mitzvah that one thing after another is added. One leads to another. One thing leads to another thing. And this is helping me to be more careful with all my davening. And who knows what it will lead to next. And now that I've told you about it, who knows? It may affect you as well. And this is the way goodness and light of the Torah grows. And in this way, little by little, or maybe even quickly, we can fill the entire world with the light of Torah mitzvahs and tip the scale to bring the geula. May it happen immediately. And now I would like to also include, if I can find it, a halacha about Mashiach and Geula in the Rambam. We are in chapter 12, in which we begin halacha base number two. And that was that there's no difference, the Rambam says, in the name of the sages, between the present age and the age of Mashiach, except being saved from, from, from being ruled over by foreign powers. Now, of course, there's much more than that. There's even Tachiz and Mason, but what the Rambam means is the beginning of the age of Mashiach will look very natural, except that the non-Jews will no longer rule over us. Then the Rambam goes on to say that if we look at the words of the Nevi'im about what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, it seems that in the beginning of the time of Mashiach, there'll be a war called the War of Gog and Magog, which is a war between two great powers. Now, by the way, just my own words here, is that there are opinions among our sages that this war already occurred, that we already had this war. In any case, the Rambam continues, and he says that seemingly before the war of Gog and Magog, a Navi will arise to correct the Yidin, Jewish people, and to prepare their hearts. As the Pasuk says in Malachi, Behold, I, meaning Hashem, am sending you the Navi Eliyahu before the coming of the great and awesome day of Hashem. That means the day that Mashiach will come. That first there will be a Navi Eliyahu. And what will be his main purpose? That is, not to say that certain people are pure, certain people are impure. They thought you they were pure, but they're really impure. They thought they were impure, they're really pure. Or to disqualify certain people who assumed that they were um, one category of spiritual purity or 
spiritual level or another. No, but his job will be to establish peace in the world. As it says that he, meaning Mashiach, will turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers, meaning that there will be peace between the generations. Some say, the Rambam continues, that Eliyahu and Navi will come before the coming of Mashiach. But in any case, the Rambam concludes, we don't know exactly how these different events will take place, but it's not really the main thing. The main thing is to believe in the coming of Mashiach. And so too for us. Although we're not sure exactly how things are going to work out, but we know that Mashiach will come. And it's most important not just to believe and anxiously look forward to Mashiach coming, but to do whatever we can to make it happen. Because when Mashiach comes, we'll be able to serve Hashem in the best way possible. Thank you very much for joining Jewish Stories and More in Yashar Koyach. It's great that you are learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. May we all increase and bring about a kasiva b'chasim a a good and sweet year for every single Jewish person. And this will lead to a good and sweet year for the entire world. And as the Rebbe says, that when we greet each other with this greeting of a good and sweet year, Hashem himself answers Amen. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.